The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today, I've actually got a really close personal friend of mine that I met at the Hippocrates Health Institute as our guest. This is Karen Barr, registered nurse and holistic health practitioner. She was my nurse at Hippocrates in 2011. Karen, thanks for being on. My pleasure. How are you? Hey, I'm doing, I'm doing really good, and I've been uh, really looking forward to this interview. I know we've been trying to plan it for a long time, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad some time opened up for you and me and it, it, it collided and here we are and I'm just really excited for the listeners to um, hear your journey and then we can kind of intertwine um, our journey into it a little bit too. So let's just jump into it and why don't you just tell us your backstory. Um, I know you had your own health challenges before you were a nurse and you know got all healthy and stuff so why don't you just tell us like you know where you grew up and, and what was going on with you in your house. Sure, sure. so I was born and raised in South Florida, and I'm still here. Love it here in the sunshine. Uh, and as I was, my health challenges did start as I was working as a nurse and found a lot of stressful situations. So what I ended up with was adrenal exhaustion. So with that, you feel tired, but you're not really sure why. You just start to drink a little bit more coffee. You, you know, you don't really get a lot of time off as a nurse. You work three days on, a couple off, and you you rest up, and you just kind of never figure out what it is exactly. So I went back to school. Um, I ended up having digestive issues that were sort of related to adrenal exhaustion, but I think they were more of around the stress. So with that being said, there's a school in Boca Raton called Everglades University, and that is an alternative medicine college. I guess it's a university, but they call it a college um, where it gives you exposure to all types of functional medicine. So nutrition was always where my heart was. So as I rebuilt my own gut and healed myself, I wanted to share that passion. And I, and that's where we met. I went on to have a job or take a leading job in Hippocrates Health Institute. So. Yeah, and for those of you just tuning in, um, Hippocrates Health Institute is one of the oldest alternative health institutes in the world, and they really focus on, you know, even like it's beyond just being a plant-based diet. They really focus on detoxing the body, detoxing the mind. That's why they have really good psychotherapists on staff, and a lot of living foods. So not just like cucumbers that were shipped from Mexico, but like, you know, sprouts, sprouted nuts, seeds, grains, and beans, and all that stuff. So what was it like when you, um, uh, what attracted you to Hippocrates and what was it like working there? Well, I did actually spend a week there myself as a guest. And what surprised me was finding out not only how powerful and how powerful healing raw foods are, but I learned about when you sprout them, the nutrition is seven times what it is 
of a raw food. So it was really kind of mind blowing that the secret was right around the corner because this job was only a half an hour away from where I lived. And we just didn't know it was there. It was kind of a place where you didn't, you went if you were really sick. But I would say, um, and I worked there for seven years. And in that time, people started coming in and wanting to know how to prevent illness and how to take a break from a stressful job. It's kind of, they started using it as a vacation versus the last stop, you know what I mean? But we, you know, they still do see people that are really sick and then people that are just health seekers. But I found that organic food was different than, you know, other fruits and vegetables and, and it was a real thing. And um, there were a lot of chemicals on vegetables. So there was just a lot that I learned. So I went as a guest and then I did get a job there. And as you know, I did the nutritional blood analysis, also right. called live cell analysis. So that was really great to get a glimpse. And I trained at Hippocrates for that. So I got a glimpse into the body and we could see all the trash, you know, and running through the bloodstream and what was going on there. Nutritional deficiencies could be identified and corrected. And it was a beautiful place. Yeah, that's it. awesome. You know, I remember like it was, it was January, uh, January 1st, 2011, Charles and I flew to Hippocrates Health Institute to start his journey and my journey. I was there as just a, I was like support staff for my buddy because he had chronic lymphocyte chronic lymphocytic leukemia, so blood cancer, supposedly incurable. And, um, you know, he was like a deer in the headlights and I had my notepad with me and I, I'm just trying to take notes and run around and ask everybody at the Institute, like, what's up and why are you here? And, you know, and what I found out was, is like, there was a lot of people that were actually starting, uh, in 2011, like were returning and coming back and they were coming back and looking at it like a healing vacation, like you were saying. So I guess 80% of the people that attend Hippocrates come back. I'm one of them. I've been there five times. And, um, and there was people there that were bringing other people. Like I remember met this one lady and she healed her. She was like, Oh yeah. She's like, um, I said, well, what are you, what were you here for? And she's like, well, I had breast cancer and it was really bad. And I was really tired. And, and then I had a staph infection in my arm for like 15 years. I don't know if you remember that gal, cause that was kind of an odd thing. I, I'm like, I, I, when she was telling me that, I'm like, wait a minute, you had a, an infection in your arm for 15 years. How is that even possible? What's that like? And then I was like, Oh my God. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, how are you doing? She's like, Oh no, honey. I, she goes, that was, I'm fine. That was like four years ago. She goes, I came <laughs> here and I got on the lifestyle. I healed myself. And I'm like, well, what are you doing back here? She's like, well, my friend got breast cancer. And, you know, she eats tons of meat like I used to. And, you know, I brought her here because um, I'm not going to, I don't want her to die. So she had her friend there on the Institute. Do you happen to remember that gal that had that staph infection? I do. I do. Yeah. And we ha I remember there was a woman with an inf a respiratory infection where, you know, she was just, I mean, she had been to every doctor, but just draining constantly from her ears, nose. And it was, it was really one of the saddest cases that I think I'd ever seen. I mean, past cancer and everything, like a visible sick person. Yeah. And she cleared right up. Worms coming out of people's arms. They had such parasitic infections that they were literally crawling out of their skin. And Yeah. Yeah, I saw a lady had a, she had a, a parasite crawling out of her eye when I was there. People were breaking mm -hmm. out in rashes when I was there. Um, mm -hmm. I got night sweats and you know flu-like symptoms, and I was very irritable. Yeah. But then you know that's 
but you're like they said, you know, you guys were telling us, it's like we are doing surgery without a knife and we're basically just changing the internal environment um, with That's purified. What I love. That's what I really am passionate about is changing the chemistry of the body. And that sounds very, you know, uh, medical, but changing the chemistry of the body is the pH of the body. And as you know, and you talk a lot about pH and alkalizing greens and the apple cider vinegar and the lemon water in the morning. Those are all great starts to the day. Those are ways that we can keep that pH. But if someone's starting at very acidic numbers down in the five or six, it takes someone like me that might come in and jumpstart that process a little bit faster. I actually do that now for myself. Um, I've started my own business since I left Hippocrates and I bring it into homes and offices now, but I have my microscope and I do all the testing to see what's going on in the body, looking for vitamin and mineral deficiencies, looking for things like parasites and forms of mold, which is candida or yeast that can be holding the, the body back from health. Mm -hmm. So you've got to eradicate those things that have taken over your body which now you've become a host and they eat your food, they drink your drink. Um, but if you're drinking soda, they love it and they'll thrive. And, you know, but if you start drinking green drinks and the things they don't like, they really get sick and die. That's why when those things start coming out of your body, it's because they've now died. You're not feeding them the things that they're thriving on. Yeah, that's awesome. I, let's, let, I want to talk really quick. Like my experience, I remember you were my nurse. I was assigned to you and I walk in there. And, um, you know, first off, I, the first thing I noticed was that the people at Hippocrates that had been working there a while, you guys all looked younger than people your age. Your skin looked freaking amazing. And I, I was taking notes on all this stuff. I'm like, man, this nurse is like really good looking. And, um, <laughs> and I'm like, I couldn't, when you told me your age, I was like floored. I'm like, what? And then Dr. Scott was there at the time. And oh, yeah. that guy was like super buff. And he just, it was his birthday. He just turned 50. Mm -hmm. And I said, how old are you, dude? And he's like, um, I just turned 50. And I was like, what? I mean, I was like thinking he's maybe 40. And then I guess he's like a, him and his wife are like bodybuilders. And then, I'm, and then he's like, yeah. Um, and I'm like, wait a minute, you, you, you haven't had meat in 10 years? And he's like, no, I haven't had it. I'm like, I blew my mind. That guy right there absolutely blew my, shattered my whole reality because I thought that you had to eat meat in order to build strong muscle, you know? Now they have the, you know, the documentary Game Changers out there. And that obviously has just shredded that theory completely in half. And a lot of it's from the meat and dairy industry pushing their stuff. But anyway, so I sat down with you and what really impacted me the most was that blood test you did. Like you took my blood, put it under a microscope and then showed me like what was floating around in my blood and different and then zoomed in on the blood cells and showed how the blood cells are supposed to look like and what mine looked like. And I was like, and then you had pictures of healthy ones from other people. I'm like, Oh shit. And then, um, that was all good. And then, you know, you gave me a list of different supplements and detox things to do. And then I came back just after a week, you did that test again and my blood had improved dramatically. And I literally felt like I was, I was 37 years old at the time. And I felt like I was 19. I felt like, I had discovered the secret of youth, the fountain of youth. I told Charles this. I was like, dude, you're going to heal yourself. You're going to make it. And um, so how impactful he, is that live blood cell microscopy with people? How 
Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, it's not only a visual, you know, everybody likes to have a visual. When you go to the doctor, you just get a report back with some numbers on it. But when, when you see pictures and you see cells that are alive, there, I, I can't quote who said this, but um, people don't die of things. They die of a lack of energy. So we, when we eat live food and we, we think happy thoughts and all the things that rev up our cells, because that's what I'm looking at under the microscope are your red blood cells. So they carry oxygen, they carry vitamins, and they carry minerals. So if those cells are round and full of life and life force, right? Because when we eat live things, not dead food, dead animals, they don't have any life force less left anymore. Right. Um, so we love enzymes and that's how we get them is in raw food and fruit and vegetables and raw vegetables. So with the live blood cell analysis, not only is it diagnostic and tells us what's going on in there, you can see, you know, a sedentary person's cells are kind of going to go boom, boom. A person that runs and is full of life, their cells um, show that. Yeah. And then besides that, if there's any trash in the lymphatic system or anything like that, leaky gut, that'll all show up and then we can do something about it. Yeah. I remember I had a bunch of trash floating around in my blood and my cells weren't completely round and they were also all stuck together. What you guys called the rouleau effect where mm -hmm. the cells were sticking together. They look like little chains or snakes. Yeah. Generally um, that's from too much sugar. Yeah. Too yeah. much sugar in the diet. And, and if you consume too much sugar on a regular basis, then it really gets overloaded and your liver can't process it out of your body very well. And that's probably why people are mostly overweight is they just don't keep a maintenance in their body. Your body will heal itself. It'll clean itself. But you continually give it too much of a bad thing. Mm -hmm. it, over, you know, over. And then we don't sleep enough. There's the whole thing. So I uh, just love what you're doing. And you're on all the time preaching this stuff. But I remember when you and Charles came in, you were yeah. revved up. You were revved up. You're excited. Yeah. I, well, I wasn't excited the first four days during that damn detox, let me tell you. It, but afterwards, you know, when you, when you, you know, like for me, I was an athlete. I played baseball at a high level for 30 years and very competitive and took that competitive nature into business and life and stuff. And, um, you know, when your body's not what it used to be, even though your mind still thinks it is, it was like, it sucked. It was like, there was a disconnect between who I really was, my true nature, which is this healthy, athletic fit guy that can just sprint up mountains. And, you know, I could hike and pack and lift things and I work on, work on a farm and dig fence posts and put the, you know, put all that stuff in and lift bales of hay, no problem, throw them around to like, I got a big gut. I got eczema on my elbows, my knee. I'm not sleeping well. I'm pooping rocks with blood coming out of them, basically. Um, I was a mess. I had leaky gut syndrome. So let's do this. Um, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I want you to get into like three of the top stories. Like maybe you can touch on somebody with cancer or type 2 diabetes or let's do eczema or psoriasis, like a skin issue like me, because that's a visible one. And um, you can kind of share some of the the best stories that you've seen like at the Institute working there. Uh, and we'll be right back. You want the absolute best for yourself and you want it to be easy. That's why we created Green 85. It helps with detoxifying the body gently. It helps with weight loss, helps with hunger cravings. Bottom line, 
Green 85 will get you healthier. We look forward to hearing what Green 85 did for you. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Okay, Health Heroes, Tim James here. We're back with uh, Karen Barr, registered nurse and holistic practitioner. Uh, Karen, uh, again, I want to thank you for coming on and uh, sharing your story with us. Um, I didn't know you had all that adrenal fatigue and everything. So it seems like it's always like somebody has their own issue. They do the research. They start changing their lifestyle. They figure it out through trial and error and heal themselves or they get a mentor or whatever. And then there's a large percentage of these people like you that decide, I'm going to tell the world about this. Right. You get so motivated because your health was in such shambles. You were desperate like I was. And then you feel so good. You're like, shit, I want everybody to feel good. Right. Because we're all connected. Right. So we are. We are. let's get into some stories, like three of your top stories when you were working at the Hippocrates Health Institute. Let's start with like cancer, type two diabetes and eczema. OK. And so we'll start with eczema, um, okay. which is a skin condition, but it's also a mineral deficiency. So are you, do you want me to tell you a little bit about how we healed it or just things sure. that I've Yeah, let's give, let's give them some information too. It's important. Oh, okay. Just touch on it briefly. Okay. So, um, and I try and treat things from food, not always supplements, especially when you get into minerals. They're mm -hmm. always best absorbed through food. So selenium being the number one mineral that is great for eczema or psoriasis is best absorbed getting it from food. So Brazil nuts, one ounce of Brazil nuts, which is seven nuts a day, because they're big nuts. Um, big nuts. They're the largest nuts. <laughs> and most people avoid them. They're like, they're not the yummy cashews. But anyway, they're delicious. They're full of selenium, um, magnesium. Almost all of my clients are low in magnesium, so I encourage people to take 400 milligrams of magnesium at bedtime when you have psoriasis or eczema. Um, also, vitamin D. Vitamin D3, 10,000 IUs a day, and also get out in the sunshine, because that's a great way to do that. And so psoriasis and eczema is pretty debilitating for people. I don't know if you, it was for you, Tim. I can't yeah, remember. I, yeah, I had it on both elbows and a huge patch on my knee, and it would crack and bleed, and it was painful. I'd bump my knees into like coffee tables or a, a fence post or something, you know, climbing around in the rocks or the woods, and mm -hmm. it was like somebody stabbing me with a knife, like an ice pick. It was just like, oh, God. I mean, it was just so painful. It was always there. You don't realize you, until you have pain until you bump into it all the time. Yeah, so there's also a detox process that um, usually goes along with that, just a short detox process because there's a toxic bowel when you have, so it's basically when, when you're, again, your trash buildup is yep. built up in your body. So you got to wipe that out and remineralize. So we've seen lots of eczema and psoriasis at Hippocrates. And again, they came and they cleaned up their diet and they were could wear their short sleeve shirts and shorts again. Yeah. Uh, saw a lot of cancer. Did you um, have a guy? Did you have a guy? You called him like Alligator Man because his skin was so bad. Oh yeah, that was that was the uh, that was at Hippocrates. And was he it went his whole body? Face. I would say pretty much his whole body: scalp, eyes, face. Oh. Yep. And 
and the skin can get so thick and white that it's literally a, you, you're you're in a carcass you know like you said it would crack and bleed yeah imagine that everywhere on your face and your eyes and oh, your mouth jesus so he was very happy was he there uh, for the three-week program he was there for the three-week program and he pretty much devoted like you devoted his life to it and became a raw buddhist and took it took it to the next level did he heal completely healed completely he was healed completely in three months like his skin was clean pure soft in three months man what's i well, you can talk to me later but i want i want to i want to get that guy on the show because i yeah. have it sucks i couldn't imagine having it over your whole body around your eyes i mean just how could you even move you know yeah. There was a lady at Hippocrates that had it on probably 60% of her body and she was very wealthy. And she said, mm -hmm. I talked to her personally. She said, I have been all over the world. I've spent thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars with the best doctors trying to heal this. And this is my last ditch effort. She's like, I used to be an A-type personality. I was very vivacious. I'd go out there and create things. And I was the life of the party. And she goes, now I just stay at home because my skin cracks and bleeds. I'm in pain. I'm not myself anymore. And I remember she was um, at the Institute for the, uh, that first week. And um, she said, but she goes, I've been here a week and nothing's happening for me right now. I see everybody else around here getting better, but not me. And I just came from a class and I said, Hey, look, you know, I just learned that the body takes time to heal, right? It's like the seasons like spring and then summer and fall and winter. So you can't expect to take a pill and tomorrow you're better. I said, you're going to be here. Give it some time and open yourself up to healing. This is me. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm like trying to give this gal advice. And um, by the by the end of the next week, um, it was clearing up and going away. And by the, the, the last week, she was uh, already doing really good. Like, and she she was so excited on graduation day. And she was just her, her A-type personality came back. She was vivacious again and all that stuff. So anyway, I'm just that that skin issue stuff is it's like, personal for me because I had it and I, I was, I was going down that slope and it was, it was painful and my shirts would get, I'd ruin my shirts cause I'd bleed on my shirts. It was, it's just terrible. It's just like, why, you know? So anyway, thank you for the eczema psoriasis uh, skin issue thing. Now, what was the next one you were going to share? Well, um, probably cancer, you okay. know, there's a big link between, um, uh, but, vitamin D again is coming up for cancer, but also we know that sugar and having a toxic body um, just invites cancer mm -hmm. to thrive in the body, right? So when we can clean it out um, and address those issues, I mean, cancer for me is probably the easiest thing, honestly, to, to discourage from living in the body. My, my policy or how I help people is I balance their body. So we give it what it needs. We take out what's keeping, holding it back from health. Um, and with a smile, you know, there's, there's also the piece of being happy and trusting and knowing, but in order to do that, you got to see some improvements along the way. So right away, uh, people start to see their numbers change. And when they're just, I mean, especially prostate cancer, I would say that's, that's the one that men come, there's a lot of breast cancer and more prevalent, but when a man has prostate cancer, there's a lot of scary, scary stuff and thoughts around that and manhood and all the things. So I would say that's, that's a big one. That's a big one to, to get on board with people. 
that are in that kind of fear mode. And I pride myself on um, giving them different people that they can talk to, testimonials. You know, they need to know that it's that it's close enough, but still, yeah, it's going to be some time before all the numbers change. But also three months. Three months is kind of the rule for my book to say you're, you're going to be back where you need to be in three months. Yeah. Yeah. I've dealt with a lot of prostate cancer here just in the Portland, Vancouver area. And, you know, um, I had uh, one guy that um, actually worked for me for a while when we were growing and delivering sprouts and uh, his name was Matthew and he had went through the whole gamut. He did the chemo surgery, you know, his penis wasn't working anymore. You know, he wasn't that old. He was in his fifties. His wife, I had a conversation with him there. She was like, it's ruined our sex life, you know? And, um, he had like some, thing they put in there like he'd push it he had, had like a little pump to inflate his penis okay. Okay. It, was just, it was just weird and then he had to hit another button it was inside of him they put it inside of him on a surgery and then he'd hit a button and it would go back down I mean could you imagine and then and then he said they put him on like all these estrogen pills and then all this hair fell out of his arms and his legs and and then he says, I do, he goes, dude, I'd be watching a commercial and I'd start bawling like my mom died. The hormone changes. Yeah. And not to mention amount. when they do radiation, where's your prostate? Right near your rectum. So you've got third degree burns on your rectum and you're trying to have bowel movements every day. No, it's tricky. It's well, a he, tricky got, he got, he got everything that you could have happen to him. They hammered him and what ended up happening was he actually was when Dr. Clement was doing a talk that we were hosting in Portland here. And he came up to me afterwards. He's like, wow, I am so glad that I came to this place, uh, to this event. Uh, I'm really excited. And, um, can I work for you? And I was like, Oh, um, I don't really have any spots right now. I got a guy kind of helping me. And then when that guy, he's like, well, I want to just come over and kind of learn things. I'm like, sure, come on over. And he told me a story. And you know, when that other guy left, he took over for almost two years and, this guy got so healthy, um, and then he, it was in his late fifties when I met him. And then he was like in his early sixties, I think, and he had a six-pack abs. He was working out, weightlifting three times a day, doing cardio like four times a week or three times a week on the weights and four times a week on the cardio. He was juicing wheatgrass and green juice every morning, every night, growing just living food. He just got super healthy, but then guess what happened? His freaking kidneys failed because of the radiation. His kidneys failed. And then he just threw his arms up in the air and he's like, you know what? I'm just, the doctor's like, yeah, we got to get you on the dialysis. And he's like, you know what? I'm just tired of you guys poking me. I'm just, I'm just mm -hmm. done. And um, he, and he passed away very quickly after that. And it was like, so frustrating to watch this guy do all the work, transition, turn himself into it. He had a 20 year old body again, but the radiation had basically toasted his kidneys and they were beyond repair. It was, it was really unfortunate. So, but then I got another guy here locally that, um, who's a business owner in his fifties and he got it and he does the whole deal. Like, you know, you share and everything and he's completely, um, healing himself. I mean, he's, he looks healthy as hell, but he's done no chemo, no radiation, no surgery. So, um, he's very happy with his results because he took responsibility for his life. So, um, also throw in, um, you know, we're on the topic of cancer. If I, were a person, you know, and, and I'm giving, giving advice to someone who may not be able to go to Hippocrates, let's just say, right. um, I definitely seek out some IV vitamin C 
uh, twice a week. So oh, yeah. anybody out there with any cancer, any types of cancer, fine. Myers cocktails are good too. They're vitamin C and other vitamins and minerals in one bag. They're called Myers cocktail. Um, pretty sure that's still the name. Um, or vitamin C, like twice a week for about a month and then once a week for a while. But that's just a really good jump start and always make sure the vitamin D level in your body is around 90. That's the biggest way to discourage cancer from living in your body is keeping your vitamin D levels up above 80. The scale is 30 to 100. So, um, and then everything else just falls into place. But I love that you have a coaching system, Tim, because everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs to know that what they're experiencing is normal and that they're doing the right thing. Um, and you have great products. I mean, really great products. Well, thank you. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Scott Treadman and I worked really hard to make them really pure. So, you know, and the coaching thing is, it's, it's really important. I mean, that's what you do with people. Um, what people don't understand what coaches really do is like, if you're somewhere in your life and you don't want to be there and you want to get from point A to point B, we actually take you by the hand and just guide you to it. You have to do the work, but we're there supporting you. Um, we become your biggest fan. We become your friend, your confidant, your third baseman, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we got your back. That's what it is. And sometimes people just don't have any other support lines. Um, even if they do, the support lines they have may or may not have the best information, nor they're ready to change their lifestyle right now. So it's good to have somebody that's been there, done that with their own personal health and can lead them to it. So I'm actually uh, going to throw something. I hope that one day, um, pretty soon I can have you come on and be one of our coaches because I know you do a bang up job. You get everything. I don't even need to train you on too much. You'd probably be training me, which is really cool. So I could learn some more. Uh, that would be awesome. So, okay. So we talked about eczema. We talked about cancer. Why don't you talk about somebody, um, at Hippocrates, like in what transforming with type two diabetes? Cause this one to me is not even really a disease. It's just a lifestyle choice. It absolutely is. And that's why I believe it runs in families, right? Because they learn from their parents how to eat and it's not always the best eating. Mm -hmm. um, so I work a lot with type 2 diabetes as you do. And I believe because in four weeks, they don't have it anymore. <laughs> so it's got to yeah. be got to be a lifestyle, right? So we didn't do, I, I normally do chlorella. I do a blue, um, a green algae. Um, protocol and get them off the sad diet that's it yeah. nothing else do you have do you have a, a somebody that you remember a person that you helped at Hippocrates with type 2 diabetes for, for type 2 <clears throat> like um, one in particular yeah like just somebody in particular that stood out you know maybe they were taking um, metformin maybe they were getting you know they were giving themselves yeah. shots or something I know someone who was taking three metformin a day before each meal. So what happens is the diabetic diet is they actually have them have yogurt and dairy and grains and they encourage them to have bread. And so we, I sat this person down and we reviewed that and that wasn't working. So if you eat a meal and you take the medicine they tell you to take and your blood sugar spikes after the meal, the meal's not right for you, right? So. And of course, everybody's a little bit different and everybody's personalized, but what we want to say is, um, every, I just basically, you can't eat the recommended diabetic diet. 
yeah. <laughs> and, and recover from diabetes. So it's either got to be different for you or anyway. But yes, lots and lots of people came off of their, not only their insulin, that means type 1, but type 2 is dietary. So we just changed that up. But Karen, eating, if everybody changes their lifestyle and they get rid of type 2 diabetes, then we won't need the American Diabetes Association. Uh-huh. We have to keep that business running. We have to keep that. I know. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to live without them. But I'm going to tell you what, that product sitting right behind you, your green powder mm -hmm. has chlorella. And it's the, if anybody out there has type 2 diabetes and just wants to have that for their breakfast for a couple of days and check your blood sugar by lunchtime, you'll see that that was the perfect meal for you in the morning. And then... Um, take out some of that bread and I, I don't, I don't even know what to say about it. It's so easy. Well, to, bread, I know bread is sugar. So, um, yeah, actually we've, we've have, we have actually had people that take our green 85 product that, you know, it's even helped with uh, neuropathy as well. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing those stories. Um, so you broke away from Hippocrates and started your own healing practice. I know it's called healinghousecalls.net. What, um, what prompted you to do that? Well, I was ready to take this on the road, if you will. I wanted to bring it into homes and offices, and I love working one-on-one. -on -one. So I was probably seeing 30 patients a day at Hippocrates, and that's great. But then I would stay a little later. and I, My days were becoming long there, 12-hour days. And I said, you know what? If I'm not careful, I'm going to get my adrenal exhaustion back here, <laughs> taking this healthy lifestyle and continuing to work too much. So seven years ago, I uh, bought a microscope and, and took all the modalities and all the, pro I made a lot of protocols myself while I worked at Hippocrates. So um, I was given, given knowledge and then I built knowledge on different cases that came along and that's how you get experience as you work with people with all different kinds of health challenges and yeah. keep what works. Yeah. And you worked with a lot, like 30, you know, like you're saying, 30 people a day, 30 patients a day, year after year after year. It was very apparent. I would imagine just like me and my coaching business, you start seeing the patterns and then you, when people call me now, like you already know what the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can read their health history and you know, there's some certain things that like certain supplements or certain therapies or thing, but the reality is it's just really all the same thing for it everybody. Is. There's a foundational setup that needs to occur certain basic things. So why don't we do that? When we come back, we're going to take a short break. And um, when we come back, I want you to uh, come up with about three of your top health tips or health hacks that you would recommend to the listeners to boost their immune system and their overall health. We'll be right back. When I wake up in the morning, how am I going to nourish myself today? That's where Green 85 has made that an easy task. Packed full with nutrient-dense quality ingredients, it ensures me that I'm starting my day off right. We offer Green 85 in bundles on our auto ship program for even greater savings. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. OK, 
Okay, Health Heroes, Tim James here. We're back with Karen Barr, Registered Nurse and Holistic Health Practitioner. I was tongue-tied there. South Florida. <laughs> yeah, she's in Florida. I, I wish I was in, well, we actually have some sun. So we're getting sun up here in Portland now. It's going to be beautiful. If you want to, if you ever want to come to Portland, it's June 15th to about the end of September. It's green. It's gorgeous. There's no humidity. It's unbelievable. We've got Mount Hood. We've got the mountains. We've got the gorge, Multnomah Falls. We've got the beach an hour away. We've got lots of lakes and rivers and lots of cool stuff. And just stay away from downtown because we got some crazy people down there um, riding mm -hmm. and painting and doing a bunch of crazy stuff. You know, they need enemas. That's what we need to do. We should go down to Portland, you and me, and we'll get down there and all these people, we need to give them enemas, get their colons mm -hmm. cleaned out, give them some mm -hmm. juice. That'll mellow them out. And then mm -hmm. they can be nicer to the downtown businesses and people down there. What do you think? That sounds great. Are you, <laughs> you still do your uh, wheatgrass shots or you moved on to your 85? Your uh, both, both. You I don't do as much wheatgrass as I did before. It really kind of <laughs> depends because I like you for the last two years, I've been going from home to home to home, helping families heal themselves, typically with somebody in the house that has cancer or some debilitating disease. And um, this is probably the house I'm at right now. Um, the gal's actually Hippocrates right now. Her name's Lynn. And she's crushing cancer. In fact, I created a name for it. It's Lynn Crushes Cancer. And uh, <laughs> she's, lost, she's lost a bunch of weight. Um, she's Her skin tone's coming back. She looks younger. The cancer's shrinking already just from her lifestyle changes. And we're growing tons of wheatgrass here in Sprouts. I mean, I got a whole rack of the stuff downstairs. Two racks, actually. And she's just going to town on it. She's doing. She's been doing like three wheatgrass implants based on my recommendation every day for four months before she Love even it. got to Hippocrates. So I said, when you get to Hippocrates, I said, you have to really mind your time because she's a, a business and life coach and she loves to help people. And you are so far advanced than all these other people coming in there. They're going to really want your time. And I mm -hmm. said, this is Lynn's time to heal. Like this is Lynn's time. So you got to really focus. And that's what's happened. She's like, everybody's drawn to her right? Because of her, her, her attitude. That's why she's healing. It's attitude. Okay. So let's get into those top three health hacks or tips that you would recommend to the listeners to boost their immune system and their overall health, no matter where they're at, whether they've got cancer, they're healthy, they want to take it to the next level. They want to live longer, lose some weight, lose a couple of wrinkles. What would you recommend? I would recommend seeking out, um, sunflower sprouts. Don't have to grow them yourself. I think they are the number one source of healing protein. They, um, their sprouts are about this tall and they're a sunflower seed that has grown this tall and they're chopped and they are amazing. They think of, think of a sunflower that grows 10, 12 feet high. This is how I like to think of how much life force these yeah. little sprouts in them. Um, so a sunflower that grows anywhere between six and ten feet high with a middle with hunt the brown middle with hundreds of seeds and the big the big flower so each one of those sprouts has a life force to grow into something like that so i like to have about a half a cup of those a day if not a cup um, i actually have triathletes and people that have come to me and said i need energy like i'm on my bike 15 hours a day and all this stuff i said juice or blend you know with sunflower sprouts anywhere from a half a cup to a cup 
they came back to me and said, I have more energy. I've got to cut back to a half a cup. I said, no problem. <laughs> so if you can juice sunflower sprouts or eat anywhere between a half a cup and a cup a day, you are going to feel great. You're going to be buzzing. Your cells are going to be buzzing. Um, I also think everybody should take vitamin D3. Even in the sunshine state here in Florida, my clients across the board are low in vitamin D. And you just don't get enough from the sun. And from what I learned a long time ago, the sun is absorbed through your abdomen. And that's why we wear very limited clothes to the beach to get the absorption of the vitamin D on our abdomen. So when we're walking around with clothes, maybe we're not getting as much as we think we are. So, so what uh, you're I mean, recommending is that we really need to be naked. Yes, let's get naked. Okay, uh, so that's, that's number, uh, tip number two, get naked in the sun, got it. 10,000 units a day. Um, if you don't feel comfortable with that, you can do somewhere around five IUs, 5,000 IUs. Um, but people think, and it is a vitamin you can overdose on. I've never seen, never, ever, ever. Um, and I think, uh, as you said, I think attitude is everything. And I think the biggest thing is, even if you're in the throes of a disease or, or a, a health challenge, I like to call them, if you're in the throes of it, you, you just, you know, catch up or uh, connect with someone who's been there, done that, follow their lead, smile and believe and know that you can heal. And that's half the battle because you can fight it all the way. You go, oh, I don't know in my numbers. And then, you know, you can type A, analyze it to death and never heal, or you can smile and embrace the process and enjoy the ride. Yeah, absolutely. So those are some very unique tips, sunflower sprouts, vitamin D, and attitude. And, you know, you referred me to um, uh, Carolee Schloth not too long ago. I, I just interviewed her. She healed herself of breast cancer. And I got a tip from her that I'm sharing with all my clients now, which is like when she got diagnosed with cancer, everybody was like texting her and messaging her and like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry and blah, 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 because people don't understand that cancer is a blessing. Okay, when you get cancer, this is a wake up call for you to finally live your life. And most people had never lived until they wake up. And this is a quick wake up call. So what she did was genius. She said, do not text me and tell me how sorry you are for me and how you wish things were better. Send me some freaking funny messages and some funny memes every morning or don't send me anything. Thank oh, you yeah. very much. And guess what? All of her friends and family just started giving her all this stuff. So she said she started doing her daily meditation and she was grateful for cancer and she was grateful for her life where she was. She was grateful for cancer every single day um, mm -hmm. until she healed it. And then she didn't have to be grateful anymore because it was gone. It got her where she needed to go. Now she's healing people. And, um, and then she said, then she would finally get to her phone after all her meditation was done. And there'd be all these little funny memes and posts to brighten her day and to lift her spirit and to change her frequency inside of her body on a cellular level to be more positive and higher vibration, which is how you boost the immune system to cure anything. So I thought that was a really good hack, don't you? Yes, I love it, I love it. And let me tell you something I saw today and it was a doctor on TV, it was a Limitless, it was the name, it's a series on Gaia TV, Limitless, it's amazing. Anyway, he says, the body doesn't know the difference between a laugh that we that we laugh or if we fake the laugh. So I, I didn't say that very well. But anyway, he holds up his hand like this and he says, 
hold your key, hold your key. Everybody hold your key. He's got a little circle of people and he puts it down in his belly button and he twists <laughs> and he just keeps everybody laughing in the circle. And it was just part of his laugh therapy uh, session. But he says, our bodies and our minds don't know the difference. If it's a real laugh from a joke or if we just put on that smile and laugh. But it's That's the, the true definition of fake it until you make it. Fake it till you make it, baby. Yeah, just like. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it makes you laugh because it's so <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so funny. But it's good because I was prescribing, I literally was prescribed to my clients. I'd be like, you have to watch one super funny ass movie a week and, and feel free to watch more of them, maybe nightly. Actually, daily, yeah, especially if somebody had cancer. Because I would say at least once a week they'd have to watch. That's what it was. It's funny movies every day or a little funny sitcom. It doesn't have to be a full movie because people still have time constraints. You know, find like, you know, everybody loves Raymond or, you know, some old, you know, Seinfeld or some, whatever you like, you know, find something funny. And, um, and if you're older, maybe you want to tune into Johnny Carson, old episodes. They got everything nowadays. You can watch anything you want. The, hell, the great Karnak. <laughs> <laughs> this envelope has been on Funkin' Wagnall's port since noon today. No one but you and your divine and mystical yet borderline ways can ascertain the contents of this envelope. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Him and Ed McMahon? Oh, my God. Well, maybe somebody listening does. If not, forward this to your parents. They will. Remember, I grew up in Eastern Oregon, and it was like 50 years repressed. So if, if, uh -huh. if you know Johnny Carson, you know the great Karnak is hilarious. So, okay. all right. So, yeah. So, I would tell people, like, you should watch a funny movie every day, and then once a week, watch something like Forks Over Knives food matters or, or food Inc, you know, game changers, uh -huh. these types of movies to start educating yourself on uh -huh. what the hell's really going on because um, people like to sit down and watch movies and it's a great way to get educated in these documentaries. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So I thought, wow, what a great adjunct to add in what Carol Lee said, which was, you know, have your friends and family text you funny memes and messages to brighten your day from the very beginning in the morning. What a fantastic, and when those people, gosh, think about how powerful that is. You're literally helping her heal, right? Rather than, oh my God, it's so bad, I'm so sorry. You're actually, you're going to help them die. It's the exact opposite. Cause, but that's where we're at. But we don't know because this whole thing is like you get cancer and it's like this death sentence. And it's not. And I, I remember when I first went to Hippocrates, this lady was there and she's like, cancer is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with this lady? You know, because I came from a completely different world view and i thought if you got cancer you died and that's what happened to my grandma she died of brain cancer my aunt died of skin cancer and i've lost a lot of people to cancer so i didn't know that you could heal it with attitude sunflower sprouts and vitamin d <laughs> your recommendation yeah, I, I didn't mention this but i will i had um what you could call a cancer in my breast i never had it biopsied but i had all the other tests that said there was blood supply there there was a you know every so i started getting just what you mentioned the fear i had about seven letters a day come in the mail that were from surgeons lawyers like the fear just consumes you on what you're supposed to do next mm -hmm. so i was actually working at hippocrates at the time and and i did what i did but there was a part of me that said, oh, my God, what if this doesn't work? And I'm like, what do you mean? Of course, this is going to work. But when it kind of hits you and you do have to dip into the medical world a little bit to get the test, it's an overwhelming, scary journey, which I can also say 
it was a blessing in my life. Everybody that I've helped heal cancer can say it was a blessing. So how long ago was that? Uh, for myself, about nine years ago. And you okay. know what I did? I even took, I found the records when I moved. I got married uh, four years ago. And when I, we were doing our little merge, you know, move, I said, you know, there's a part of me that wants to keep those records to show people what I, you know, have gone through um, and that it was real. And, and I thought, no, that's just a stigma that's going to be in my life. I don't even give it any attention. So I threw all the tests out, all the letters, all the ultrasounds, all the mammograms and just said, no, that's not happening. So very nice. Everybody, I didn't, I didn't know that. Whatever they want with their journey, but it, that's all it really is, is a journey. So I'm assuming maybe you had some, some stress in your life that caused that, or you were not well, on the diet hundred percent. Cancer shows up two to five years after the stressful event. Mm. So I actually, you know, as looking back, my stress was at that time. So it could be a divorce, a death in the family. You don't get sick when your stress is high. You get sick when your stress was high for a long time and you think you're through it and you think you're over it sometimes, but it's two to five years after the real deal. Wow. I just, I just think you revealed a golden nugget that I share all the time, which is learning how to, first off, being cognitive or having aware, cognitive awareness that you have stress and then having tools to mitigate that stress. Because if you don't have that, stress is a killer. I mean, it really is. It, it, really it is. blocks electrical flow in the body. Um, I, I mean, I'll give you some examples. Like, I don't know if you ran into this, but we put people, we get them they take the gut detox, they're cleaning their gut out, they're, they're, they're on the toxin detox, purifying their blood, getting the heavy metals out, drinking the greens, probiotics, enzymes, more living foods, doing all these things, grounding mats, drinking flaxseed water. They start doing the whole lifestyle and they improve at some level, but it's, these are people with the severe gut issues like colitis and Crohn's and diverticulitis and diverticulosis and irritable bowel syndrome, all these deals, and they just can't quite heal. And what I found out was almost every single case of these people they were in a super high stress situation. Maybe they were, um, had an autistic child or um, they were caring for a, 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 an aging parent that had, they needed a lot of help and care and like dementia and that's, you know, and heart hearing issues. And there's like, what time is it? Well, what did you say? Well, what time is, well, what did you say? Well, what time? You know, and they just, it's like this, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, or like maybe they're um, having, career issues or maybe the husband and wife are sleeping in separate rooms maybe one's an alcoholic or how about coronavirus that we just went through or it's still going through you don't think that has those oh it's all all by design it's all by design to fear the crap out of people by the masks that we still have to wear i have a massage therapist called me this morning she goes karen i'm passing out i'm this and that i said you need to get out of that mask for a couple of days because her job, in order to continue her job as a massage therapist in this little studio, that's what the law calls for right now. She has to wear a mask all Does day. Does she have to wear an N95 mask or just some cloth? No. Paper? She has to wear uh, an in-between, you know, not like a little piece of cloth, but they want to have a barrier and this and that. No, she's being asphyxiate, asphyxiated. Totally. She's being poisoned. So the whole point of this, that, that whole thing is ridiculous. I just did a video on this, again, a couple of days ago, like mask or mask are stupid. The N95 mask has to be worn properly. It needs to be fitted. And you know, you were a nurse 
and it actually does work, but you can't have those on for maybe more than two hours. Otherwise you're going to get headaches and, and get asphyxiated, right? right? Now the other masks don't work because the cloth masks are the, the it's like a, like Dr. Shiva says, it's like, it's like a, the virus is the mosquito and that mask is a chain link fence. And the mosquito just flies through the fence, just like the viruses. They're too, they're so tiny. Masks not do not work. No. They simply don't work, but they're forcing people to do it. People are passing out and wrecking in cars and killing themselves and other people. Wow. It's insane. Well, on to the next thing. You don't even know I do this now. Um, it's emotional release work. It's breath work called transformational breath work. And just like you just mentioned, you know, you can only get so far sometimes with people that either have anxiety that stops their healing, they're over analytical about is mm -hmm. this working, or they just do have true energy blockages that, that aren't opening up. Especially, I had a client yesterday and I was down working in the breast area with energy um, that I saw on my microscope that the energy was blocked around her, her rib and her breast. And when I actually did work, emotional release, she had some trauma at three years old that that rib was actually broken but it was an abuse situation when you're three years old you don't remember you're violated all the time so mm -hmm. it comes up in my breath work and it was released and she called last night to say wow wow you know so sometimes did she, you, did she cry yeah good that's yeah, awesome. that's what, that was that was the you need a little cry over it sure something's it's a relevation revelation but then you can say hey you know you don't go back and not forgive that person yeah um, you decide in that moment that 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 was what it was and you're happy and make peace with that so that you can let it go and heal yeah and reframe it to understand that it's that happened to you for a reason otherwise it wouldn't have happened and without it happening that these severe emotional traumas, whether they got beat up by a family member or abused or sexually abused, um, it, it's, it made them who they are today. And it gives them a strength that other people don't have that haven't been through that spiritual trauma, literally. So, you know, you and I have talked today a lot about, well, maybe not a whole bunch, but we talked about detoxing the gut. We talked about that. Um, detoxing the blood, it's very important. But, um, you know, emotional detox is probably the most important one. Right. But for me, it was like when I started cleaning out my gut and my blood and with the lifestyle that opened me up to allow the emotions to come up because I didn't have the skill sets just to figure out how to do it because I was so um, it just it opened my mind to that. Like if this works, um, this other stuff might work, too. And then, I, you know, I couldn't even control it. Actually, I was like I just was actually consoling another gal um, that was there and she was telling me about her relationships are all messed up and then she's like i'm all effed up and she just started she started crying and which i grabbed her and we hugged each other and then really quickly i started crying i didn't even know what the hell i was crying about we cried and held each other for i didn't even i just met her like two days ago and she was really cool and, and um we just cried for like 45 minutes just uns then after that we we're like shit what happened I'm like i don't know it's like what was that all about i'm like but i felt so good i felt like a i was floating around on a magic carpet after that like literally floating, like I'd left a weight. And for me, it was child custody battle with attorneys and all these tests and all this crazy crap that I had to go through you know, years ago uh, with my kid's mom. Now, I've learned through spiritual practice to, um, and I went back and I've rebuilt that relationship. And now we love each other. And because we love each other, that healed the children. 
and they the kids love it now because they even though mom and dad aren't together anymore we're still a family we're a family unit i got her back she's got my back we love each other and it's it's just been so good for the kids it's been so good for the kids and um a lot of that was that emotional detox so that's why i asked if she cried or not because i cried my ass off and i've done that like two or three times in my life where it just takes over and i'm just at least i know what it is now i was really you know scared the first time when I was with her, cause I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then the second time I didn't know either. And then the third time I knew what it was. So then I was like, just let it happen. Just re relax yeah. into it. And there are practitioners around um, that do the emotion code as well. And that's muscle testing that just gets you right to that instance. You muscle test. So your body says, are you ready to release this? Yes. And then there's a way to release it or there's a lot of different types of breath work. So if there's anybody out there that knows they have emotions that need to come out, just look somebody up. There's directories all over the place in all the country that you can catch up with somebody who can help you release your emotions. There's also TRE, trauma release exercises and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Lots of cool stuff. Thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you for coming on um, the show. I really appreciate it. Um, you dropped a bunch of great truth bombs today, some golden nuggets. And again, I hope the whole point of this, these podcasts is to, you know, show you guys that there are other people out there just like you, um, men and women, kids, all of us that have had issues, figured things out, got lucky enough to stumble into the right people, the right places. We healed ourselves. And now we have a message. We want to get that out and we want to share these things that worked. And what's really interesting is like, as I interview people, I just keep seeing the overlapping things that I teach are they almost the identical to the same things that everybody else is teaching. I mean, cause it, it's just, it's the, the detoxification process and healthy, fresh foods and blah, blah. I mean, it's, it's actually so easy that it, but it's been, we've been taught that everything in life has to be so damn complicated and you have to have a PhD, LDY, ABC alphabet soup behind your name. No offense. Cause I know you're a registered nurse, but you, you didn't learn anything from typical registered nursing schooling. I mean, how much of that are you actually using in your practice today, percentage-wise? Very, the anatomy of the body and how it all works and cleans out, and that's value, very valuable. Yeah. Um, and how to how to have compassion for people, uh, but not go down with them. You know, I've learned boundaries and yep. holding them up. I got to hold them up for a while, and then they hold me up. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, anyway, Karen, thanks for coming on. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share or leave, leave some parting words of advice for somebody, you know, whatever they're dealing with a health issue or they're wanting to get better. They want to improve their life. They want to improve their health. What would you, what would you leave a uh, message? I think in a, you know, um, back to your products, because I just think the, um, the gut cleanse, anybody, anybody that wants to improve their bowel movements, anybody that wants more energy, anybody that wants to eat the right thing, we call it rec fast because you're breaking your fast from the whole night. Mm -hmm. um, that's what you should be having in the morning is a scoop of your greens 85. And then if they want to get a couple bottles of the gut cleanse um, and take three capsules twice a day, or even better yet, do what you say is the greens powder and a little bit of water and three gut cleanse in the morning, another scoop of greens powder with three gut cleanse in the morning. I'll tell you what, that's like a week long, intensive Hippocrates uh, cleanse right there in a bottle and it's all made for you. And I'm trying to get my message off, I'm sorry. So 
something's coming through. Oh, that's okay. And it says your name, so we, we know it's you. <laughs> it's me. It's me. So honestly, you've got it all figured out in that little bottle on how to do that where they don't need a juicer and they don't need uh, any high-tech anything. I would say start with your cleanse right there and give one of us a call and we'll coach them back to health. Sounds good to me. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And we want to thank all of you listeners out there all around the world. We have people like, again, I, I can't thank you guys so much. Um, I mean, it's, it's getting crazy. We're getting like a thousand new downloads a week. It's really awesome. I never thought that would happen. So obviously um, people are getting benefit. And if you guys feel like you're getting benefit, please subscribe to the channel, give us a rating and uh, your honest rating. And uh, we want to improve. I want to get better. Um, I'm new at all this. I just kind of fire and then I start aiming later. That's how I do everything. <laughs> and uh, otherwise I, I, I would never get started. Right. And um, also please share, please share the video. If you found it of any value or you think it could help somebody, um, it could be the fork in the road for them. Just hearing it from somebody else. Sometimes when you're too close to people, they won't listen to you, but sometimes they'll, you know, watch a documentary or listen to a podcast. And we've got a a nurse here who, um, you know, obviously she's got a big heart. She, that's usually where nurses and doctors, the reason why they get into their profession, because they want to help people. She had her own health crisis, turned it around, has been healing people naturally and showing people how to do it uh, in a very effective uh, way and in ways that are not taught in Western medicine. And um, she can help you guys too. So what's the best way for people to get a hold of you, Karen? I would say they can use my number. I have a business number, 561 three, four, six, four, five, seven, seven. You can call or text me, or you can leave a message on my website, which is healing house calls with an S dot net healing house calls dot net. Okay. Healing house calls dot net. And your phone number is five, six, one, three, four, six, four, five, seven, seven. That's five, six, one, three, four, six, four, five, seven, seven. Karen, thanks for coming on. For those of you listening, thanks for being here. We really appreciate you. We love you guys. Thanks for sharing the message. And until next time, change yourself, change your world, and I will see you again very soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>